Hey, y'all, thanks for coming out to this month's book club. I hope y'all, you know, I got a sampling of cheeses. I got some different wines. I have seven different unopened copies of the book. Just feel free to make yourself comfortable. And let's all pretend like we didn't just skim Wikipedia before we came over here, okay? I'm going to go ahead and pass around this little contact sheet for y'all to check out, for y'all to sign. Just put down your information. Put it underneath mine. I'm leaving my Patreon information, patreon.com slash TV's Kevin. Well, I mean, if y'all feel so inclined, you can head on over there. You can give us a little support. Uh, you can support the Button Publishing Podcast, the new show that I'm doing, Jive Action Nerds. It's a weekly RPG podcast. Uh, you can check out uh, Support Doom to You, support all the different stuff that we're doing over here at that one-stop shop, patreon.com slash TV's Kevin. All right, see y'all. Hey, uh, everybody, just a bit of housekeeping up at the top of this episode. Uh, this is our live show recorded June 30th in the year of our Lord, 2017. That's right, a year come and gone since we recorded this bad boy. Um, our special guest on this show is the inimitable Ken Bone. Vern said he wanted to get him. We said, yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, Fern. And then he got him. Uh, so if you hear someone referred to as Ken Bone during this show, it is actually Ken Bone. Crazy. If there are any outdated pop cultural references, it's a year old. I apologize. And without further ado, here is Jane Austen about halfway through a Q&A session with the crowd. Enjoy. Let me ponder on this one for a second. Um, have you ever met... What was that fellow? He likes to write comics and books. He's got the grey fluffy hair. Neil Gaiman? <laughs> now, I have not asked uh, Mr. Ken Bone personally um, if he would like to have sex with Mr. Neil Gaiman. However, who wouldn't? I mean, have you looked at him? He's adorable. He's got those little dimples, and he's got so many wise things to say, and his voice puts you to sleep, which for many can be arousing. <laughs> I wasn't expecting the slow clap. <laughs> All right, anyone else? I have time for anywhere between one and 20 more questions. Yes, you, sir. This is a question relating both to Neil Gaiman and, uh, and the prior topic of, of butts and bumholes. Uh, what was life like before the internet? Well, let me tell you, life before the internet was a fucking godless wasteland. You know how right now, if you wanted to, you could press seven buttons and get a sandwich delivered to this very spot? Yes? It was much harder to do that. There were a lot more buttons involved before. If you wanted a sandwich delivered to the monocle before the internet, you had to already have a prearranged system of bells and string connecting you to the nearest Jimmy John's, uh, at which point you could ring a ding and they would bring you a sandwich. Now, it would be a random sandwich as there is little to no way through a system of bells and pulleys to tell them which sandwich it is you would like. But you would get one eventually. It's just like a 25 to 35 minute process. Blowing my mind right now. Yeah. Amazon, get this, used to just be a fucking river. <laughs> eBay, 
The only eBay I ever heard of before the internet was the East Bay in New York City. Not a real place. Any other questions for the great author, Jane Austen? Oh, we have one at the very, very back. Yes. Excuse me, Mr. Four Questions. So does that mean those old-timey underwear itch? I believe you're speaking of my knickers. Um, the thing about knickers is that they tend to balk, um, and that is exactly where we get the term knickerbocker. I'm glad, I'm glad I could answer that question for you in a satisfactory way that can leave us all tasty and satisfied, like Neil Gaiman was reading us a bedtime story. All right. I only have time for, again, one to 17 more questions. All right, well, y'all look pretty questioned out, so I'm gonna bring on the real host to get this party started. Hey, it's me, Kevin, how did that happen? What? The magic of theater. Welcome to the third and possibly final Puffin Publishing Podcast Live. So good to have you all here. It's so good to be in St. Louis for a little while. Um, as you know, I've moved to New York. Um, I haven't seen the gentleman down here in over two months, um, considering I used to live with two of them and meet up with them weekly. This is going to be a big emotional experience for me, and hopefully it'll be a big, funny, sexy experience for you. Yes. <laughs> and we will begin this evening as we begin every evening. In a world where the timeline is shattered and every famous historical figure exists at the same time, one publishing house dares try to reunite the greatest literary minds in history. This is the Puffin Publishing Podcast! Bro! Do you hear that spooky ephemeral music? Yeah, bro, I heard that spooky ephemeral music. And so it faded again into the ether. Those are some big-ass words. I don't know what they mean. That's okay. I'm feeling vocabularic tonight. That's another big-ass word. I don't know what that means, man. All right. Which bro are you? I need to address you by your proper name. Uh... I think I'm Chet. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm bro Chet. All right, you're bro Chet. Chet of the... Hold up. God mentioned... Fraternity. Got it? Right? I mentioned it. Alright. Go for it. Three, Three two, two, one. Alpha Kappas! We're the Alpha Kappa. We're the respectful fraternity. We also happen to be the ghost hunting fraternity. It's kind of a dense mythology that we're working with here. Yeah, no, but bro, that's what I wanted to come here out here and say. Uh-huh. There was a ghost down here. There's a ghost down here, man. You're telling me that the Monocle Theater, where we are all currently habitating, is haunted? You have to answer the question. I just asked oh, you a question. I, th I thought we were like, you were asking like a rhetorical question. Nah, dude, dude like, I don't know what hey, rhetoric is even it is. Is it haunted or maybe is it haunted? Yeah, no, it's definitely haunted. All right, well, the Monocle Theater was kind enough to host us tonight and every other night that we decide to do a live show on a whim. Um, so we need to take care of this ghost problem for them. Well, uh... Bro. Yeah. Bro? Uh-huh. Is that a flintlock pistol? Yeah. I know a rudimentary blunderbuss is not going to do a lot to a spectral form, but it makes me feel more secure to have it walking around. 
I know that if a ghost approached me, ain't gonna do shit. But it's my Second Amendment right to carry around this ornate pistol, and I need it for me. I get you, bro. You need it for multiple reasons. You've always understood me in a way no one else does. There are ghosts afoot. We can't be doing this romantic subplot right now. Okay, so Chet. Yo. One big problem up top. Yeah. I know little to nothing about summoning or apprehending ghosts. Luckily for you, bro, I know how to summon ghosts. I think I know how to summon this ghost, You've just too. been sitting on this information the whole time I've known you? You don't ask me any questions about me! I'm sorry. I no just have a lot going you. on right now. Cecilia and I broke up. I've been going through a lot of me time right now. Maybe. But listen, I know how to summon this particular ghost. Or maybe, I don't know. I have a real good feeling about it, though. All right. I'll follow that hunch wherever it will take me. I heard that. <laughs> heard it. Who was it? Which one of you? It wasn't me. It was the ghost. It was the ghost. <laughs> By God, I think they're right. Wait. I was going to say, we thought we'd like something, write it down like a summoning circle, blood pack, that whole shit. Maybe the ghost is drawn by gay sexual tension. Maybe the ghost is drawn by homoeroticism. I think you're onto something, my dude. So, uh... Let's try something. Let's try it. Let's give it the old college try. On the cheek, bro. Are you uncomfortable? Because I am not. You know... At first, I was a little bit, but now I'm like, yeah, you know what, whatever, bro. But no matter whether or not we're comfortable, it did not summon a ghost. We are going to have to try harder. Because this is the hypothesis we're going with. If we do some homoerotic tension, then we will summon a ghost. <laughs> He's grabbing my balls for the listening audience. Hey, ghost, are you going to come out anytime soon, or...? <laughs> Still nothing. Is this a flawed hypothesis? I don't know. We could maybe talk about, like, books and shit. I would honestly rather keep doing the gay stuff. I mean, just going to be honest with you. Or, you know, we could just yell at the ghosts. Hey, ghost, could you please come out now? Hey, yo, ghost! Hold on, I'm right there. I didn't know a ghost could trip. <laughs> Hold on, we are a guest in the ghost house. Yes. There you go, hey, thank you. Hey, look, you have summoned me with your ass grabbery. Well, less ass grabbery, it was my front butt. Ball cuppery, ball cuppery, you know, just, you know, just holding the two So the ball cup angry. did summon yeah. you. I just want to make oh, yeah, that no, official. Yeah. No, I just had to finish something first before I came out. Oh, okay. Out. You were in the middle yeah. of sending an email. You yeah, didn't want sure. to lose your train of sure. thought. Sure. Let's call, sending an email, let's call it that. Uh, let's just say I'm glad I'm wearing white. Whoa. This is your ghost, dude. Yes, tis I, the ghost writer, the spectral form that writes for other people. Too lazy to do it. 
So, wait, so what's wait, up? Wait, whoa, 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 hold what, up, hold up. So up? you're like, you're a ghost yes. who is a writer. Yes. And you got summoned by gay sexual tension. Yeah. Wasn't the mention that casual mention of books. No, it's... Listen, just because I write doesn't mean I like books. It's hey, just Hey, dude, a what's job. your mythology? I gotta know. What are the fucking rules of this universe that we're occupying? The rules, the rules of the universe, I don't fucking know. I just know that, you know, I, I'm attracted to gay sex to when I, it makes me want to get over here, not books. Hey, Chet. Have you ever tried attracting someone with books? Completely ineffectual. Yeah, exactly. Sex sells. Hey, Chet. Bro down, hold down real fast. Do we have anything whatsoever to worry about this ghost? I mean, it's just a ghost that likes to write books and is also really attracted to the homoeroticism that's clearly going on between us. The unspeakable tension that must not be spoken of. I'll speak of it. A-B conversation, see your way out of it. Okay. I kind of feel bad for him now, bro. I think he's lonely. Should we, should we like, should we like invite him to- Boo-hoo. Yeah, solid ghost joke, dude. Boo-hoo. No, I'm just throwing that out there. Okay. I'm just throwing this out that this, this upcoming thought that now is coming out of my mouth. Now, what if we invite the ghost? Milady. Taco burrito conversation, nachos. That's, that was a good pro. Thank you. That's a good point. Good point. Good point. Thank you. Invite the ghost over to the bro down. To the bro down. Hey, hey, ghost. Yes. Would you like to join? Our bro down, ho down. Are you, you mean you two are gonna make room for the Holy Spirit? <laughs> Leave room for Jesus, dude. Leave room for Jesus. I've He's... never been in a ho down before. Never mind one with two bros. Ordinarily, this would make me uncomfortable. However, after the events that have transpired on this stage tonight, I've learned a lot about myself and this here ghost. So why did you guys try calling me over with your gay tension? Uh, we thought you were gonna be a problem, but you seem relatively harmless. I mean, you know, I only want to, you know, eat child souls, but you know, that's not a big deal. Bro down, hold down real fast. <laughs> this may have suddenly become an issue. What was once gained is so quickly lost. You're a really good writer, dude. They call you the ghost writer. You're both a ghost and a pretty decent writer. Oh. Wait, he already told us that shit. I'm forgetting. Yeah, I know it's kind of implicit in the name. I think we already traumatized him enough. Let's uh, scoot it. Let's scoot it, booty. You know, get out here. Let I'm already dead, too, so, you know, that's pretty fucked up, you know, traumatizing a ghost. <laughs> I think you're right, dude. Let's leave him be. Ghost? Don't go. I'm so lonely. <sighs> All, All right. right. No, you know, I got an idea. You know, Casper's like the friendliest ghost. I'm the loneliest. 
this manipulative son of a bitch. You didn't hear that, bro down, hoe down. But I thought I was a bro. Can I not hoe down with the two of you? There's a very specific code about being bros. And I don't want to violate it. Even if it is this child soul sucking weird writer that occupies a bar in the middle of St. Louis. I mean, they're only like bad kids. They, who like, you know, call their mom a bitch when she's really just tired after work. Like, like those kids, you know? Yeah, I'm pretty okay with those kids getting eight. Like, yeah. for real. Yeah, hey, no, right? Disrespect. I'm just gonna throw this out there one time. Yes. You're the loneliest ghost. So lonely. Would you like me to go kill a guy so you can have a friend? You do that? Anything for Aww. you, bro. Anything Thank. for you. Thank you. Thank you. My bro. <laughs> I'm claiming you as my bro. Wow, you were really close. I didn't move, bro. You moved to me. I love story for the ages. A tale as old as time. That I'll one day a write. A song that's old for as someone time. else. Beauty and the ghost. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Hey, everybody. How's it going? Uh, if, uh, if you've not been to a Puffin Live show before, let me introduce myself. My name's uh, Washington Irving. I'm the uh, author of uh, Rip Van Winkle. Uh, on the first live show I was here uh, at, I, I premiered a bunch of political song parodies. Um, but they were about the election and it was uh, December, and so all the songs were uh, kind of irrelevant. Because um, I'd fallen asleep before the live show. I write what I know and all this stuff. And so I just kind of was like, uh, anyway. Um, and then uh, I'm just, I'm grasping at straws here, guys. I'm sorry, folks. Um, I, I, I performed all these songs that are, hello. How was going? Uh, I had performed all these songs that were like horribly out of date, um, and I was really embarrassed because I was like, live on stage, uh, and and I I went home, and my then best friend in the entire world, uh, Ken Bone, was there to like help me through the uh, the times of trouble that I was in, and kind of help me like remember and catch up on everything I'd lost while I was asleep. Uh, but then. Um, we got to this big fight because he told me about the dress. Uh, and uh, he's telling me about this dress and he's telling me about like um, how it was black and blue. But I saw it and it was gold and white. Um, and I'll make I, you black and blue. <laughs> oh, the ghost is back. Oh no, it was just a really embarrassing thing. And I'm just, I don't know, let's, I just, let's just put it past us right now. And if you would like, uh, I used to, I would bounce my political song parodies off of Ken. Uh, but Ken and I aren't friends anymore, so I'd like to bounce some song parodies off of you guys, and you tell me if they're, they're relevant. You tell me if they're good. I'm so glad this audience is so excited tonight. Yeah. Oh, so, so happy. Okay, so, um, so let's see here. I, uh, I, uh, I'm going to cut the uh, hook on a feeling song because there's uh, nice people here. Uh, okay, so... Uh, here, here, here's the first. Here's the first. Tell me, tell me if it's good. 
Ground control to pilot Tom. Ground control to pilot Tom. Start to taxi and put the seat belt lights on. Ground control to pilot Tom. You have too many passengers on. If you have to get them off violently. It's a song about United Airlines. Uh, okay, so um, that still, that's still relevant? Okay, whatever. Um, uh, this is a song, uh, you know, Fernando by ABBA. Uh, tell me how this, how this sounds. There was something in his tweets that night that weren't quite right. Kofefe. <laughs> okay, that's good. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Awesome. I'm excited. Okay, cool. Uh, there's a song I want to cut. Um, do I want to do the song I cut? Yeah. Do I want to? Okay, this is on you guys then. Okay. Okay. I'm hooked on repealing. I'm high on believing. Your life's not worth living. It's a song about like the healthcare stuff. Got punched out by my husband. Won't report it. What's the use? That's because my Trump care doesn't cover domestic abuse. You see, I told you I wanted to cut that, but you didn't. That's on you guys. That's not on me. Uh, okay, so uh, let's see here. Uh, I should have licked my thumb, but there's like no, there's no water in here. Uh, you guys, you guys know, uh, you guys know Talking Heads, right? All right. Okay. Tell me if this song is still good. You may find yourself at a large enclosure. You may find yourself at the Cincinnati Zoo. You may find yourself not quite sure where your three-year-old ran off to. Why did Harambe die? He came after your son. Why did Harambe die? So they shot him with a gun. Washington! Washington! Look, I've listened to you. I've listened to you be even more out of date than me for far too long. But I draw the line at besmirching the name of my fallen meme brother, Harambe. Oh my gosh! Guys, do you see this? It's Ken Bone, the real Ken Bone. For people listening at home, it's not Justin in a red sweater. It's really Ken Bone. Yes, there is, there's still a big market for Ken Bone imitators. Oh my gosh. Ken, Ken, what are you doing here? Well, I thought that perhaps we could, we could try to make amends, Washington. And then I saw your set and thought better of it. Hey, okay, uh, how, about, how about this one? How about this one? Uh, it's to the tune, you know, uh, uh, Shut Up and Dance With Me? Oh, they were looking black when they once were green. I said, you got lots of plaque. I said, shut up and brush your teeth. It's not like political. But, yes, but, brushing your teeth never goes out of date, Washington. I, Thank you. I, I, wrote, <laughs> I wrote that like six months ago, and I've always been trying to work it into a puffin sketch, and I finally got to do it. Uh, so... So you think my songs are no good? You don't think I'm funny? You don't think I'm relevant? You... I, I think you're as relevant as I am. Take it as, as you will. Oh. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Come on. That's, uh, I mean, these people knew who you were, right? These people knew Cambone. 
I mean, it's been a slow news summer. It's, I hate Trump, I hate Trump, Ken Ball. I hate Trump again, yeah, Ken Ball. Yeah, yeah. That's all we got. You were really, like, the protagonist of the election for a while there. <laughs> you were really, like, the only thing, like, ah, oh, we got a good thing, we got a good thing, and then... Yeah, and then I screwed it up. Uh, no, 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 you did, yeah, it's fine, it's fine. Um, uh, Jennifer. Jennifer. Uh, <laughs> so, Ken... I know you said you don't like my songs and you didn't like my Harambe song and all this stuff. Um, I've got one more song. Well, I want to hear it. Let's do it. Okay. Um, tell, me, tell me what you think of it. Uh, could, we, could we hit it, please? I, I think you're going to like this one. I, my beard's stuck to the <laughs> I got you. You don't know for whom you're voting. I spend too much time in bed, sitting in a town hall crowd, watching folks debate. I had made up my mind. You were no friend of mine, but here I go again. Here I go with Ken You were searching for an answer To a question about energy In bed I lay Almost each and every day It's in the past now it seems you were in a whole big bunch of memes. Here I go again with Kinbone. Wearing the red sweater that he owned. It's hot outside, damn it. On his face, a mustache he has grown. And I made up my mind. I want you to be a friend of mine. Pen you never left my heart. You're very close to my heart. Literally, you are very close to my heart. So is cholesterol. So, you never left me, Ken. You've always been right here. It's so beautiful. You don't know what it would mean if you decided to become friends with me. I think I will. Here I go again with Washington. Watching him write songs about the election Way too tired to know they're irrelevant He has a beard that is white He stays in bed all day and night Here I go again Oh my gosh, guys, guys Here I go again Here I go again Here I go Oh my gosh, Ken, I'm so happy that we're friends again I'm so happy you're back in my life I never thought this would happen I never thought this would happen Where I'd be on stage with Ken Bone I'm thrilled beyond the imagination
and I'm grateful to you. You made my live show story art conclude. Here I go again with Kinbone. Asking candidates about coal. Renewables of the future. So, somehow doesn't know for whom to vote. I figured it out. Not sure about Don or Hillary. But I'm sure glad that he is friends with me. Thank you. Good job, Washington. Good vote, everybody. I can honestly say I've never been more proud of Washington Irving. Ken <laughs> Vone. Oh, my gosh. Wow, what the fuck was that? Okay, sorry, I got to do some staging. This is the magic of theater at play. Um, so, hello, I am Matt Damon Grimm. I am a staple of these dumb shows. And um, I am setting up for something, a secret that I'm going to let you, the audience, in on. Okay, so my friend, Dante Alighieri, um, author of Dante's Inferno, is going to be out here in just a second. For I a need somebody to say my name. This is Dante Alighieri. Buongiorno, buongiorno. Oh, my hat takes two hands to put on. <laughs> Hello, everybody. My name is Dante Alighieri. I am the owner and proprietor of Dante Alighieri's Inferno Bar and Grill and soon to be Hibachi Sushi Combo Restaurant. And I am excited today to have my new sommelier, Matt Damon Grimm. That's right, it is me. I made Dante a bet um, that he couldn't open a new section of his restaurant, and if he did, he would have to drink whatever I put in front of him. I tried, and I tried so hard not to open a hibachi sushi combo section of my restaurant, but it happened. Destiny is destiny, no escaping that for me. So, I will prepare for you um, however many drinks it takes to fill the appropriate amount of time, and we will do a taste test of the mystery drinks. I have things from all over the world. All, which worlds? This one primarily. This one here, that's good. All right, so Dante. Have you had the drinks in hell? Can't say that I have. You can't get ice for shit. <laughs> My mom it's all hot toddies or nothing. In hell want ice water, yeah. You like mulled wine? I don't. Okay, so Dante, go get your yes. mouth ready, oh, and good. I will uh, prepare the drinks. My mouth is always ready. Okay, well, please turn around. Okay, Dante's turn around, which means he cannot hear us. So, I have a secret for you, the audience. I know I said I have a various amount of drinks from all over the world. However, all I have is this grain alcohol. 95% um, alcohol and 190 proof, which is my understanding that it is a lot of proof. So, and just so you all know that I am not shitting like a bull, um, I am going to have a sniff test. Now tell me, does this smell like it's a lot of fucking alcohol? <laughs> she says yes. <laughs> all right, Dante, you may turn yes. around. Oh, good. I, I, I heard the word yes, so that sounds positive to oh, me. Oh, it's going to be a good time for both of us, I assure you. You know me, Dante Alighieri, all about the positivity. Oh, uh, you sweet boy. So. Here is your first drink of the evening. It Ooh. is some spring water, Ooh. fresh from fresh. Um, 
Colorado Springs, Colorado. Colorado Springs, Colorado Springs water. And they, they custom olive garnish for some Colorado spring Ooh. water. So yes. why don't you sample this beautiful fresh water? Oh, good. Because if I ever want olives, I go to Colorado. Beautiful. Would you like me to hold your talking stick? Yes, please. Now only I may speak. Ha, 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 ha. That good, huh? I'm, uh, I'm not even gonna wipe it off because it's probably just gonna evaporate in a minute. It is going to take the wood varnish right off this table. Oh, yes. Just this like is... good spring water will do. Mmm, delicious, that refreshing is... spring water. That and is hey, refreshing as the mountain air. You know what I always say? Mostly in that I'm struggling to breathe. <laughs> You know what I always say? Yeah? I would not ask you to do anything I would not do myself. You have never told me that. <laughs> this is literally the first time you're telling me that. After... Well, I'm a glutton for punishment, and I think you're kind of stealing the spotlight here, so bottoms up. I thought, like, color... <laughs> I thought, like, Colorado was, like, clean... Delicious! Clean water. <laughs> All it's right. so good, I had to hide my face. Matt Damon Grimm, come it on. It was such an all face. Come on, please, continue this flight okay, of mystery oh, beverage. Wait. wait, that's the same bottle. Is that I, also is, spring it water? It is quadranted off into four. Remember that experiment you did in school where you did like the oil and the water and the uh, cooking oil? Oh, yeah, where they all layer up? Yeah, it's like that, but they're all clear. Okay. <laughs> All right, so, so which layer of this four-layer drink dip this is this? Mexican salsa dip of... <laughs> so if that was Clear the... Spring, it says Clear Spring on the well, bottle. Well, if that was like the sour cream layer, are we at like the liquid cheese this layer? This is the refried beans of the bottle of not grain alcohol. Yeah. So like what is, so what, what do you call this drink? This one is a pleasant, you know, you said I am your sommelier. Yes. This is a beautiful white wine. White what? you know? A white wine this that is... could take the fucking paint off the side of a house. This is the whitest wine I've ever seen because it's literally clear. That means it's good. It is ever so clear. Made from the purest grapes of Concord. So good you can see straight through them. Every year the farmer goes out for his harvest and says, I cannot see no grapes, we are ruined. But then he realizes they're all invisible. You know that song about the coconut where it's generally considered improved when you put a lime in it? Sure. Does this is not the like that coconut. No? <laughs> it will not pass my lips, it's so pure. <laughs> The purest white wine? <laughs> this feeling I have that I may vomit? Unrelated. Oh, yeah. Are you ready for the yes. third in this the third? Fight? Is this the, uh, this the carne de sade? Or? This is the black olives. Oh, black olives. Good. Appropriately so, I have one prepared. Okay. My hand is resisting the urge to pour more alcohol. Oh, this is a, uh, this is a, uh, Oh, this must be a strong drink. You're pouring so little. Yeah, we used all our free drink tickets on this bullshit. <laughs> I don't know. I think this tastes more like horse shit. <laughs> just, just, just put it in. 
Do I have to? Yes! A bet is a bet! You bet that I wouldn't open a part of my restaurant. And goddamn you, I just can't stop your industrious spirit. I am too entrepreneurial. What I always said about you. Remember in our uh, senior I class when your senior superlative was most entrepreneurial? I just create too many jobs. I was best looking. Yeah, sure. So what is this one called? This one is a special drink made here at the Monocle called Your Guest is as Good as Mine. <laughs> Sounds tropical. Thank you, the Monocle, for hosting us this evening. Um, no, do it. It has a good bouquet. There are flowers in it? <laughs> it's oaky smelling. Yes, because it could take the bark off the side of a tree. Sure. I think it took all of the, I think it just ate away all the wood in the barrel. Our mutual friend Clive Klesser, when he needed to clear the barnacles off the side of his boat, he just sprinkled a dash of this on there and they ran the fuck away. Also, this is like a magic multi-purpose drink. Will it grout my floors? Will it get the grease stains off of my stove? I and if I, order, if I order now, it'll get a whole bottle extra for only $5 more? Worth no, half of that. Okay. So I see you have a spit glass, quitter. Yeah. <laughs> hey, no, okay. I don't like to swallow things that are tasting because I'm actually cultured. You don't swallow at a tasting, Matt Damon Grimm. Hey, did you bring in the ointment for that fucking burn? <laughs> I'm sure if you throw some of this multi-layer liquid. It will burn. Oh, no, but, but it will cleanse it. Yes, it will kill all the germs. Yeah, this is, oh, um, the Your Guest is As Good As Mine is made of pure holy water. Oh, dear. I'm a sinner. <laughs> what do you say, one more for the road? Yes, one more for the road. Okay. So this one, believe it or not, yeah? What's is this? grain alcohol. This is, no kidding. No kidding. Can I, can I put an orange wedge in it to cut oh, it? Oh, fucking head. I mean, you know, it'd be like putting a butter knife to Mount fucking Everest, but you know. I've had clear spring one other time in my life. It was on a romantic date with a young lady who had just gotten a manicure. And when she put her fingers in the glass, not only did it strip off the nail polish, it took off the nail. This smells like it cleans sinks. I think it just, I think it like, I think it just gets rid of the sink. It smells like death feels. <laughs> Listen, I've been to all nine circles of hell. I've got my restaurant on the circle of gluttony. I think, I think I know what it's like when Satan fell and he hit the earth and like broke all his bones That's and all that shit. That's the taste of being That's cast out of heaven? Yes. I'm so legitimately scared for you right now. You know what? Hold on. I'm gonna eat the rind first. It'll probably You're be nasty. more pleasant. You're nasty. This is the worst thing we've ever done. Hold on, 
As if I'm on a roll, I'm gonna eat the lemon. Bless the my soul. Herc was on a roll. Okay. Okay, now now for the chaser. I'm going to cry fucking acid tears. <laughs> no, it didn't work. Now my mouth's just nice dry. Nice chaser. Okay. Uh, okay. Want, so before I take the olive... sip... No, it's not gonna fucking help. <laughs> so before I take this sip, yeah. just a bet between old friends. Fuck this hat. Um... <laughs> My That's what happens when you try to fuck a hat. That's what Hats Mama like always it. said. Hats like getting stepped on. Okay, running bet. Yeah. Uh, and the audience can chime in too. How many days after this do you think it's going to hurt to piss? Three. Three? Okay. Three? Okay. All right. I heard a three. I heard Take six. Take us through July 4th weekend then. All right. All, right. Do, all right. No, I heard a six. Do we hear a seven? Do we hear a seven? Seven. Do I hear an eight? eight. Hey, but I got an eight over here. 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 Number nine. Six. Hey, that's your favorite number. Well, it is my lucky number. Cheers to that. Cheers. Cheers to that. No, you fucker. I quit comedy. Here's your next guest, whatever the fuck. Son, what's all this, son? Okay. Also, go ahead, introduce me. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce my father, Dad P. Lovecraft. Thank you, thank you. Son, first, yeah. first off, what are you doing out here in a, in a public space without a microphone? Oh. <laughs> I did not know I needed a microphone. Well, oh. Well, son, how do you expect the uh, audience to hear a voice? I, you gotta, you gotta use a microphone because you can't be a man and project. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Uh, well, I, I actually was just showing off some of my artwork. If that's uh, your artwork, huh? Yes, my artwork. Here, 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 here. Uh, what do you think of uh, this piece in particular? Oh, oh, hold up. What hold, do I... Hold, hold on, hold on. It looks like a... Hmm, looks like a gay rocket. Oh, uh... I just needed to add the finishing touches. What do you think, Dad? I'm holding for picture. Son, what is this? <laughs> it's a piece of artwork. Artwork? Artwork, yes, Dad. I'm an artist. I'm an artist, too, down at the factory. Oh. Oh, uh, and what well, uh, is, is there something wrong with it? Do you, do you not like it, Dad? Please love me. Well, well, it's not miscellaneous assorted nuts and bolts on an assembly line. <laughs> the kind of thing I'm in. Son, HP, Hovepath, Pubcraft, Lovecraft. It's, when, ha it's Howard Phillips, but uh, whatever you want to call me, Dad. I'm your dad, and I know what your name is, and I know what your birthday is, I assure you. What are we... What are we, uh... If you want that, you can take it. What's, he clearly doesn't love it. Are you sure you don't want to hang that in your room? You sure? Yeah? You want to bring the girlfriend over and have her look at that? Okay. Uh, so... What, uh, it's, uh, what, what's wrong with it, Dad? Well, uh, son, I, I just think, uh... You know, I'm I'm happy that you're you're interested in the arts, and I'm I'm happy that uh, you uh, you uh, 
you enjoy uh, the, the finer things in life, and I'm happy that you're doing you, but I was curious to know what your backup plan was. I'm asking, I'm telling you, you can do you. Do what makes you happy. Would you like to see an art piece of But what's your backup plan? Okay, okay, okay. Here, here, here is another piece of artwork. Son, first off, your paper cut me right in the fucking face. Second off... <laughs> so, sorry, Dad. This, uh... This, uh... It looks like Tangela from the Pokemon spilled a bunch of ramen noodles on herself. <laughs> it was funnier in my head. Uh... Son, okay. Does this does this does this motivate you? Does this make you happy? What? Well, it's 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 a work in progress, of course. I wanted to add a bit more of like girth and length and a little bit more twists. Just a few more twists. First off, it's a work in progress. You're not done with your work. Oh dear. Son, a man's not happy until he's finished a hard day of work. Man's not happy until his brow is just wet with sweat, and he's pushing a lawnmower, and he's, and he's seeing the grinding of male bodies on an assembly line. He's not happy until that happens, son. Dad, I feel like we're going to have to have this conversation outside of other people. No, son, we're right here. We're going to have it right now. Oh, okay. And what are these? Uh, uh, this, this I, I, as I, I started working with other colors. I discovered that blue and red exist. Am I, I, am I holding this right side up or upside down? Uh, it's, it's, it's an inverted portrait. You can hold it either way. Son, I don't know if I have to tell you this, but I'm going to. Your mother and I, we think you're a disappointment. You've, you've, you've tarnished the Lovecraft name. And let me tell you why, son. I see, I see, I see paintings like this. I see, I see paintings. I see paintings like this that looks like the, uh, the dangerous road in Pee-wee's Big Adventure. I see these, I see these paintings and I can't help but think there aren't enough dicks on them. <laughs> My masterwork, Dad. I've spent 16 years working on this. 16 years? I've burnt down four studios. I've killed six men. I have seen horrible, horrible things. Thank you very much. You should not condone murder. <laughs> Whoever you are, you're a sick, twisted man. Someone laughed at someone getting murdered. That's... Anyways, okay. Dad, I, I, want you, I want you to see this one. Now, son. <laughs> son. Look at this. Are you happy now, Dad? Do you love me now? It looks like the pornographic version of an, the original Legend of Zelda map. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm waiting for, for, uh, for the 8-bit sprite of Link to walk in these and, and, and fight a, 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 the dragon, but instead of three heads, there's like three sets of testicles. Son. There's lots of penises on here. You've made me... You've made me... You've made me... I'm sorry, one second, one second, one second. 
gets much easier the longer you wait. I felt left out because you were all in part of that moment, and I just wanted to share that with you. Son, seeing as I've gotten sufficiently liquored up, and seeing I'm as a, I'm like a 1950s dad, and I'm always in a state of being liquored up, I gotta say, you've made me proud. Apparently you're drinking to that. You can you can have at it. I'm I'm gonna <laughs> Son, okay, you think I'm proud of you now? <laughs> if you could <laughs> I'm thinking about it. This has become our running bit, guys. You excited? Gotta say, you're becoming more like her father. Just fascinated with dicks. <laughs> what the f oh. oh, God. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Bachelorette! Stop the fucking presses, it's me. Zelda Fitzgerald, the flap room makes her ass clapper. I am an available bachelorette, and I have spent the past month and a half <laughs> seeing four extremely available but varyingly eligible bachelors. Get the fuck on stage. Hey, you forgot your fucking rose. Yeah, you don't get that shit. Yeah, get up here. Get up here. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, scoot over. Look, if I'm willing to make room, you guys need to make room. Thanks. I wasn't ready. <laughs> anyway, please go down the line and introduce yourselves. Oh, what's Ronto. up? Okay, well, my name now. is Michael Shara. Um, I'm a writer of several books. Um, and I gotta be real with you, I had about um, seven Budweiser's on the way over here, which is equivalent to three sips of grain alcohol. <laughs> I felt better. Cause you know what, nothing, nothing gets me ready like finding out you wrote things. That you're a penman. I'm Ken Bone and I did not write things. See, he knows what he's I, doing. I'm also not sure I'm in the right place. <laughs> Trust me, Ken, you're right where you need to be. And here are you, Carrot Top. I'm Nora Roberts, bitch! I write books! Women love me! Oh, I know I love you. Sorry, I wasn't prepared. I'm Owen Wilson. I just got here from the set of Drill Bit Taylor 2. <laughs> That's why I'm wearing the uh, camouflage hat. Now that we've established I'm Owen Wilson, I'm gonna take this off. <laughs> oh, oh yes. wow, it's great to be here. Oh, oh please wow. let those so blonde locks just flow freely in the air. Oh, absolutely. Look, at, oh, thank you. Oh, thank yes. You no, so get much. on stage so everyone can look at oh, you. My bad. I was afraid I was gonna fall and hurt my nose again. <laughs> 
Anyway, I, Zelda Fitzgerald, increasingly open to new ideas, have spent a date with each one of you. Michael Shera, how was our date? Well, <laughs> yes. As you may be able to tell by my demeanor, you terrify me. <laughs> but in a way that I find exquisite and hard to look away from. <laughs> like slow motion footage of kids falling down the stairs. Or a multiple person train wreck. Yeah, you could say that. You could say it was not dissimilar to the Amy Schumer comedy train wreck. <laughs> In that it was over long, had some good bits, and really should have been about LeBron James. Yes! However, I digress. You and I spent a lovely afternoon at the Indy 500. That I turned do. into a demolition derby. I do like to go fast and make explosions. Sure. <laughs> turned into a demolition derby when a couple of the boys got a little buck wild. You know how we do. Um, and then I starred in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, where I said things like, Quill and boy. <laughs> and we all had a real good time. I do. Wait, wrong voice. Yeah, you sounded a lot like a ghost rider there for a second. I could have swore I, I saw a ghost right betwixt my eyes. Do you, are you telling me that you see dead people, Michael Shara? Yeah, Michael Shara is actually a grown-up Haley Joel Osment. I wondered where you went after you, like, grew up. Can't you tell? This is my friend Bruce Willis. He was a ghost. Too soon. Owen Wilson got it. Okay. Okay, yeah, no. Ken, Ken, Ken how was our date? I'm increasingly sure that oh, I'm no. in the wrong place. Um, but yeah, it was a fabulous time. We went and, you know, we had dinner on the hill. Yes. And were promptly thrown out. Yes. For disturbing behavior. It turns out the Italians I, are not really as cool with the two men with facial hair, even you, if one of them's a you, woman. You know, I, I too have heard that when the moon hits your eye, it's like a big pizza pie, that's amore, but they don't care for my amore. No, their amore is of the more traditional flavor. They're depressingly traditional, and I'm sorry if I like garlic flavor in I've, places that you wouldn't normally expect it. I eat a lot of breadsticks. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Lots of olive oil. If you want your date with Zelda Fitzgerald to go smoothly, that should be your mantra, is lots of olive oil. Oh, yes. Nora. Nora. Ken, pass the mic to Nora. Nora. Tell the audience of our little tryst. I don't know what you're talking about. We spent like 14 hours just bucking. I mean, that's... I mean, that's not a bad description. You know, you could elaborate a little bit. I mean, you know, we did take a rest. We took a rest. A rest. A rest. 14 hours, like seven and a half in. We took a rest. Just pounding down vitamin water. Pounding down vitamin water. You watched an episode of, ironically, The Bachelorette. Yeah. I ate some breadsticks. Cambone got the right idea. 
Then we went back to just, oh yeah, just, just lots of olive oil. Oh, wow. That's not how it's supposed to work. Oh, wow. Oh. What else do you want me to say? No more, you pretty, you pretty much just summed it up. Just a perfect summation, short and quick, just like your books. And they leave women satisfied. <laughs> Owen Wilson. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't. Foul what did we do? Bitch. I mean, you know, what we did together was, mo was a lot like your role in The Haunting, forgettable. Oh, ow. What did we do? Like, I legitimately don't remember. If I recall correctly, it's been a while since Midnight in Paris, but if I remember correctly, like, you were trying to kill yourself, and I stopped you after I hopped in the magical taxi cab, and, and then Loki was there, and, and he was a rider, and all these other riders were there, and you know what? I just realized I got in that same magical taxi cab. That's why I'm here right now. I'm supposed to be on set of Drill Bit Taylor too. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I really shot the pooch on that one. You know, like Marley and how he died. I was in that movie. It wasn't too soon. What are you talking about? It, it was like 2008. That, it was too late. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the no. dog would have Ken, been dead Ken's anyway. Right. Ken's right. Marley would have been dead by now anyway. Yeah. Oh, wow. Throw me a bone, but don't throw Marley one because he can't eat it. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. His jaws just don't work that way. Want to hear my impression of Marley from Marley and Me before he died? Bow, wow. <laughs> okay. We cut the sketch where I did that, so it's happy. I'm happy to finally be able to do that. Okay, well, you know. Yeah, I know what fourth wall. It's just tatters. <laughs> Much like my hymen. Anyway. I will now I will now announce the bestowing of the wilting rose. <laughs> the slowly desiccating rose. Michael Shara. Mikey Shar. Michael Sarah. M Mish, Mish, you were fine. A-okay, good job, buddy. Go. I don't know. Thank, thank Christ. You. Ken Bone, Kenneth Bone, Kenley Bone, Kennethy Bone. Him, right? Ken with, Liam Bone. With the fucking, right? Because I'm increasingly certain that I'm in the wrong place. You're nice. You're fine. More, finer than Michael Sarah, whatever the fuck his name is. Captain America, I don't remember. Scott Pilgrim. Basically the same. Sa the same movie, Captain America and Scott Pilgrim. Ken, I like you as a friend. You are a pleasant young man. I became a 50-year-old spinster now. 
Hold on, let me revert back to my youth form. Anyway, much better. Ken Bone, you're nice, but you're not nice for me. This is the best news I've ever heard. <laughs> Owen Wilson. Oh, wow. Your cameos in Wes Anderson films are amusing, short, and easy to get over. Much like our relationship. Oh, oh ow. <laughs> my nose is broken, and so is my heart. <laughs> I know three things about Owen Wilson. Nora Roberts, what can I say? You go after me like Pac-Man goes after pills and fruit. Just waka, waka, waka. You, yeah, yeah, just right up. And then it goes all the way and go, comes out the other side, just going back up one direction. Yes, until it turns blue. That was a good joke. You should be proud of yourself. You hey, should be up here. Hey, you want to come on stage? You want to come on stage and do our fucking job? You want to get up and do this shit? Fit in this dress? Yeah, I didn't fucking think so. And anyway, Nora Roberts, I want to give you my rose and my rose. <laughs> Hi, everybody. So we are gonna, boys, we have a little bit of a change of plans. Uh, let's come up and do some plugs before we move into our final act of the evening. And I'm just gonna sit up here and wait until somebody else joins me. Um, you can check out the Puffin Publishing Podcast. Uh, there is a new, thank you one person. There is a new episode, the first of every single month, which means there is one, oh shit, I got an episode to upload. Um, and- uh, <laughs> Yeah, you should probably get on that. Yeah, I should probably get on that. Uh, when are you on vacation? Yeah, I just, it's fine. I'm sorry, the green alcohol has gotten right to my head, my heart, my brain, my butt. Um, so yes, we have that. You didn't take a shot of it. <laughs> I made that decision. But I'm, That's okay. I'm, we're, we're in the same place right now. It's all right, buddy. Um, so we... Uh, yes, you can check out a web series that Vern and I made called Doomed to You, available on YouTube. Um, you can check out a new podcast that I have coming down the line starting July 11th called Can We Get Emma Stone to Listen to This? A challenge podcast where I endeavor to get Emma Stone to listen to the podcast. Uh, the teaser is available now. Find it on all the major podcast publishing platforms. 
Um, and because Vern Tooley cannot join us on stage right now, um, as you can see on all of your tables, there's a flyer for something called Pet Turtles. Um, that is a movie that Vern has been trying to make for some time now. Um, it's really personal. Uh, I'm going to be in it. We are some members of the crowd that are going to be in it. Um, that Indiegogo went live yesterday, and it would mean the world if y'all went and checked that out, if y'all thought about donating some money or just spreading it around if cash is a little tight. Um, I know mine is. Plus, if you don't, plus it also has a teaser trailer, some behind the stuff, scene stuff so far up there. So it is not a, it's, it's, it's an actual movie. It's going to happen eventually, probably. Yeah. This Indiegogo is the thing that'll make it happen. Uh, so we are going to proceed into our final act of the evening, which is why I'm wearing glasses uh, ladies and gentlemen, because Ken Bone is with us tonight, we are going to have a little bit of a political debate. So let's welcome out the candidates. This guy is Nico Machiavelli. Hi, everybody. I'm a Nico. Next up, the current mayor of Banksburg, Mr. Mark Twain. Woo! I'm Mark Twain. I'm Mark Twain. Next up, uh, is George R. R. Martin. <laughs> George R. R. Martin. All right, and our modern. Oh, and I'm gonna be Herbert Hoover. Uh, I'm running for office once more. And our moderator for the evening, who will be fielding your questions, Mr. Ked Bode. Thank you, former President Hoover. Uh, we have very short time for opening statements. Please, for the love of Christ, keep it brief. We'll start with Mayor Twain. As you may know, I'm the mayor. I'm the mayor of Banksburg, the town in which a perfect publishing podcast exists. I was elected mayor because I'm the best person for the job, not because I had outside help. Uh, keep voting, keep voting, keep gloating, keep, keep on voting. Choo -choo. <laughs> Thank you, Mayor Twain. Regrettably, your time is up. Please hand the microphone off to George R. R. Martin. George R. R. Martin is unable to speak at this time because he needs two years to prepare his statement. Please pass your microphone on to Machiavelli. <laughs> Is it my turn? Yes, Nico, please. Hi, everybody, I'm Nico. <laughs> Thank you, Machiavelli. You are truly a behind-the-scenes genius. Please, uh, President Hoover, enlighten us with your Depression-era wisdom. Speaking of depression, <laughs> life is pain, politics is pain, and much like a teenager listening to Sum 41 or Blink-182, you just want to know that there is someone out there that understands that pain. Tis I. <laughs> well stated, Mr. President. The entire country feels your pain at this time. We're going to go to our first question now for the panel. Uh, yes, we have any questions over here? Questions for the panel. Thank you for playing along with the bit audience. Right here, we have a question. <laughs> Who shot JFK? Who's that question for? Everyone. So the question was, 
who shot JFK. Yes, three of our uh, candidates predate JFK by a number of decades. And, and there uh, were just enough of us to populate both the book depository and the grassy knoll. I'm not saying it was these four gentlemen. I'm not sure what you mean by populate, but we'll address this question to the only contemporary of JFK. I will uh, Mr. pass George the mic R. R. back to the left. As everyone knows, the lizard people that live within the center of the earth, the dragons, so to speak, the dragon people, organized the assassination of JFK because everybody knows there is a portal within Vietnam that leads to the lizard center. They needed to open that portal and let the lizard people walk free among human society, drinking their blood, taking their forms, walking among us, taking part in the Rothschilds family, the Bush family, the Clintons, the royal family, all throughout Europe. And then they got poor, poor silly little Lee. They drank his brain, stuffed it with lizard pulp, a well-known thought substitute. And that lizard pulp told him to shoot the president. J.D. Salinger was in on it. He's been telling people to shoot presidents for years. Some say he still roams the Rocky Mountains to this day, telling people to shoot the president, regardless of which president it is. Thank you, Mr. Martin. If only Jack Ruby were here. Of course, we would have known about the lizard people sooner if you hadn't run out of CGI budget to show us these dragons. Our, our, next, our next question from the panel, please. Yes, right over here. North Korea, what's up with that? <laughs> Very concise, thank you. I'll send that question to uh, Mayor Twain. <laughs> North Korea, what up with that? Good question. Well, as you know, good friend of mine, Dennis Rodman, went over there and tried to get some intel on that for all of us. Uh, what he found was there's a guy there with a bad haircut, worse than mine, <laughs> who's uh kind of just angry all the time, and and he and he takes out his anger on his people and stuff, and and he's no good. Um, oh wait, duh, I'm so sorry. What's up with North Korea? It's below. It's above South Korea. <laughs> Correct. We would have also accepted uh, basically any other answer other than that one. Thank you, Mayor Twain. Next Not question. Rush. Right here, we have a question. What steps will your energy policy take? <laughs> Sorry, do that one one more again. What steps will your energy policy take to meet our energy needs while at the same time remaining environmentally friendly and minimizing job loss for fossil power plant workers? I'm not going to give this to any of the panelists because I, I was given the answer direct to my face. Uh, it has something to do with steel and ISIS or some bullshit, apparently. <laughs> next, next question, please. Steel and ISIS, the backbone of America. We have a question here. Are you worried about Russia beating us to the uh, blowing bubbles out of our butt after swallowing bubblegum? Ah, uh, yes, we're worried about uh, Russia taking video of us blowing bubbles out of our butt. 
uh, the Yellow River controversy having passed. We'll send this to Mr. Machiavelli, the great schemer of his generation. It's about the Russia, right? <laughs> yes, Mr. Machiavelli. Okay, I like the Russians. They're all like, they have the tiny little dolls that go inside the other doll and they go, Brilliant. So what you're saying is the plot is multi-layered, like a doll within a doll within a doll. After all these hundreds of years, you never cease to amaze, sir. Thank you. Next question. <laughs> the lovely lady in the back, the most attractive woman in the room, has a question. Is Peter Dinklage running as vice president or vice mayor? As the uh, ongoing m leader of the Tits and Dragons parties, I plan on doing away with the constitutional system of Banksburg. Anna, give me that shit. I'm gonna take your place. Debate foul. Also, I'm gonna get you better donuts. <laughs> What is this, like, off-brand, like, Lil' Debbie shit? I just discovered Frosted Donuts, Mini Donuts. Donuts? And one thing you guys need to know about Mark Twain, he's never stepped foot in a grocery store. Yes. <laughs> I just discovered these. These are fucking amazing. Sure. Chocolate Frosted Donuts, the only obvious choice for an old man in a white suit. <laughs> anyway. I plan on doing away with our constitutional presidency shit and getting back to a lineage. Like, you know, there's nothing, nothing established. Nico, no, Nico, down. Like a good hard boning. And no one bones like Peter. So I'm going to make him my bone captain and create a new lineage. That'll make our country. You if know, you real think I'm gonna eat that, get out of your damn mind. That's kind of my whole bit being out of my damn mind. We have time for one more question. Here we have right over here, sir. <laughs> Who are you voting for? All right, with with that grossly unconstitutional bribery, I think our time for this debate has ended. I don't know who won, but I know definitively that all of us lost. <laughs> Thank you for your time, ladies and gentlemen. That's our show, everybody! Yeah. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Cambone. We have Justin Germeroff. <laughs> On bass, Vern Tooley. <laughs> Guitar, Joe Conroy. Love you, Josh. My ass. <laughs> Thank you to the Monocle for the crew with the Monocle. <laughs> Everybody go drink some alcohol. Good night.
Well, I hope you all enjoyed that another month come and gone here on the Puffin Publishing Podcast. Of course, our cast is, as always, TV's Kevin Lanigan, Joe Conroy, Justin Germeroth, and Fern Tooley. And a special thanks this month to our extra special guest, Ken Bone. As always, you can uh, follow the show on Twitter, at PuffPubPod, like us on Facebook, Puffin Publishing. Make sure wherever you're listening to this, reach out that hand and give us whatever review you can. Sometimes it's a star. If you're on Apple Podcasts, you can rate, you can review, you can do that everywhere you're listening to this show. Uh, Share it with anybody you think might enjoy it, including but not limited to meme celebrities. If you'd like, Justin, myself, and our frequent guest Jacob Kelleher are now putting out a weekly RPG show called Jive Action Nerds. It's a podcast you can get wherever you get this show. It is fun. It is crazy. It is wild. And even if you're not into RPGs, I think you'll enjoy it. And if you are into RPGs, I think you'll enjoy it. I think every single human being will enjoy this. Uh, Once again, that Patreon is patreon.com slash TV's Kevin. And without further ado, here is an ad for Jive Action Nerds. What's up, all you hep cats there in podcast land? This is the Jive Action Nerds Radio Hour. And here's some of the things you can expect from our weekly roleplay podcast. Well, I didn't go to medical school to be told what to do by no dumb alien. Take me to your chief of medicine. Kevin, you're the one who gave me the grenade launcher. If you didn't want me shooting the president, you shouldn't have given me the grenade launcher. President Nixon? (laughs) What a precursor of things to come. Is it bad that it's only a slur now? Oh, no. Oh, no. All of these raccoons know kung fu. All right, so I rolled uh, three ones, and since I was rolling with something extra, that's a two. Did that do it? I rolled to have sex with Burt Reynolds. All right, guys, I forgot my character sheet, but don't worry. I have it all in my heart. I rolled an 84. That's just the kind of thing you can expect from this wild and crazy radio hour. Subscribe. Follow. We'll, we'll, we'll be here. Or we won't. We're not going anywhere. Nope, we'll wait for you. This show's live. We, we just wait for the red light to come on in the box, and then we play in the box. It's like how when you play music on your iPod, that's act- John Legend is just sitting at a piano all day waiting for someone to hit play so he can play a song for you live. It's why no one can play Bohemian Rhapsody anymore. <laughs>